This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. special live edition of X-Ray is sponsored by Chet Kavanaugh, Brett's older brother, also known as the one the Kavanaugh's did right. Uh, Chet is a licensed marriage therapist, holistic healer, Ayurvedic chef, and tantric group workshop supervisor. He also wanted me to mention that he is selling his Dodge Dart. He has recently come out of the closet, and his brother's a dick. Okay, let's start the show. All right. I'm so fucking excited to be here. Um, this is my first live show in front of people that I haven't had sex with. So this is like, it's a big, it's a big deal, but it's kind of groundbreaking. Um, and, and we're here on the Upper West Side. Where are, my, where are my Jews at? There we go. Thank you for welcoming me to your land. I'm very happy to be here. Any Catholics in the house? Oh, you're a depressed bunch. Yeah, we got one in the court. What's happened with your Pope? Are they gonna kick him out soon? He's so confused. Isn't he? Is it Pope John? Not John Paul. Paul Smith, like a designer. What, what's, what's his name now? Yeah. Nobody fucking knows. See, you're Catholic. I don't know the Pope's name. Francis. Francis. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Pro gay marriage and pro child abuse. It's a confused gentleman. My phone is bugged. Does people know I'm having a fucking show? Any Presbyterians, Episcopalians, Lutherans, atheists? Where are my atheists at? There we go. Now you're all going to hell. You might as well enjoy yourself now, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, growing up in the South, you do meet uh, some Jews, uh, but they're different. The Southern Jews, like, they're neurotic, and they complain, but they just do it slower. You know what I mean? They're like, my back hurts, you know, or I might be sick, or that woman just wants you for the money. You know, it's just more of a mellifluous kind of... I'm loving my new isotoners. I just got these. Aren't they great? And I got this sweater at Marshall's right next door. Still have the tags on so I can fucking return this shit. Um... A lot of you don't know who I am. Um, For those who don't follow the podcast, my name is Raylan uh, Casper White. I was born all over the South, literally. I was born in my mother's RV, uh, traveling from Orlando uh, to the Appalachia, uh, Appalachia Mountains. Uh, And I'm a professional surrogate, so I have babies, I make babies for people, and I kind of stumbled into that. Uh, I I had about, (laughs) literally, I had about four kids uh, before I was 20 with what I call intercourse with anonymous donors, if you will. and then I realized, fuck Raylan, you are fertile. I mean, you really are fertile. And I realized that there's a lot of women trying to get pregnant and it's expensive in this country. IVF, any IVF people? Anybody here do IVF or surrogacy? Anybody dye their hair? Anybody gonorrhea? I'd like to ask really simple questions of the crowd that makes people feel comfortable raising their hands. So I decided to, uh, to offer you know, average priced surrogacy, like very reasonably priced surrogacy for people. So not only rich people can have kids, poor people can have kids too, you know what I mean? But I, don't, I made it so simple, you don't have to sign a, a document, you know what I mean? You can just, it's a handshake, or if you're, you know, germaphobe, you can just, you know, rub shoulders. Problem was, a lot of people backed out. So I'd be mid-pregnancy carrying their child, and they'd be like, we made a mistake, right? Um, and so I would keep the kid. I don't believe in abortion. I mean, if you want to slaughter your unborn child, that's up to you. I will slaughter them later. So I have about 34 kids now um, that are mine. And um, it's raising 34 kids on your own uh, without a partner is no easy feat, which is why I don't do it. Um, they just kind of take care of themselves. You know, at the outset, when I first had my first few, I tried to give them 
uh, interesting names because there's so many beautiful sounds in the English language. Everybody has the same fucking, like 60 names. Everybody's named the same 60 names. So I tried to be creative with my children's names, but by number 16, I realized that um, a lot of these kids were getting shit at school. They were getting beaten up and they couldn't stand up for themselves because the shivs I were getting them were like, getting confiscated. Guns are okay, but a concerned mother gives her kid a shiv and suddenly it's like a big deal. So by baby 16, maybe 17, I kind of you know, regressed back to kind of normal sounding names. So here's a shout out to my kids. I love you, uh, Excelsior, Hot Stuff, Sears Roebuck, Crouching Tiger, Frontal Lobe, uh, Sinister, he was a depressing fucking baby, uh, Cashew, Floral Arrangement, Arrangement's the middle name, but you can hyphenate it or not. Uh, cobra, Salamander, I thought that sounded biblical. Shoehorn, Bim Bim Bop, uh, Cooter, Cooter Junior, Cooter Senior. Scooter, Scooter Junior, Scooter Senior. John, that's where the transition happened. Uh, John, Tom, Peter, Sam, Dylan, Mango Chutney, I had a bit of aggression there. Um, get Over There, it's always nice to name a kid with like a verb in it, uh, kind of saves you time. Of Sid, Barack, LeBron, LaShawn, Super Spawn, France, and Belgium. I want to give a little national flavor family. Anyway, I love you guys. Give it up to my family, everybody. Right now, I'd like to bring to the stage one of my uh, favorite uh, comics. You know her. She's won a bunch of stand-up competitions. She's also a correspondent on the fucking Daily Show, okay? So this is like a big get for me. Please give it up for Dulce Sloan, everybody. Dulce Sloan, there she is. Hello. I love this woman. It's on. You look gorgeous, by the way. Tell me, okay, so you're on The Daily Show. How long have you been on? Uh, September was a year. A year, okay. And how did you audition? Did you have like a tape at home or something? Um, Comedy Central contacted the team of people who I give money to. They said that I want, they wanted me to audition. And I, uh, you have to write your own piece, and then they send you something from the show to perform. Okay. You send in a tape for both, and then I got a call back, and they flew me out here. Oh, they flew. Where were you before? Where were you before? I was in L.A., and then they flew me out here, and I auditioned with Trevor. And is he a nice guy? He's a sweetheart. Yeah. Is he sweet? Is he like? Very nice. uh, let me ask you a question. I had a feeling. Does this guy only date models? I don't know who that man dates. That's none of my business. Oh, man. It's hoping to get because I it find him me. very... I know that much. Yeah, well, so. I find him very... Set. I mean, I think he's very attractive. People yeah, always say that to me. Really? I just think he looks like a giant little boy. He does look... Well, if you like that sort of thing, you know what I mean? I do, it's very funny. It's like man body and then 10 years old from the neck up, so I can't... Oh, that's interesting. I just... And plus, he's my boss, and my friend's like, I can't believe you think he looks like that. And I was like... Shouldn't we be glad I don't want to fuck my boss? Can we just all yeah, you know, be well, happy for me? Yeah. That I'm not trying to bang my boss. Yeah, nobody uh, wants to bang a boss. Well, I mean, I bang lots of boss. I, I kind of work for myself, so I think it solves you, that problem. I hear you. You Self-employed, I mean? self-employed. Self that's right, that's right. I just got a new vibrator, actually. I go and, through them constantly. I don't know nothing about this. Oh, really? I just met you. I, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's one of my openers, you know what I mean? I'm a different guy, so we don't talk like that. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm very open about it. Is it really is it different? Where did you grow up? Grew up in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, and what was that like? You like it? Atlanta was great. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, I moved out to L.A. for pilot season. Okay. Do you know what the pilot season is when they do all the new shows and they get canceled? 
Um, no, this is before they even become shows. Right. They shoot it, pay a lot of money for a pilot. Yes. And then they don't do anything with it. Right. Okay. So, um, because I had one uh, stand up for diversity, so I had a holding deal with NBC. So I had to move to LA because that's where all the uh, stuff is, which was always like what I wanted to do because I was an actor for a long time. Okay. You Way Shakespeare? Um, I didn't get a chance to do Shakespeare, but like in like a class. But okay, okay. I did. Um, I know I some did. Hamlet. I can bust that out for you later if you like. Ooh, oh, that this too too solid flesh would melt. That's it. That's all I know. But it's oh okay. It's a gem, isn't it? It's a really get into I'm, it. I'm saying yes, ma'am. Um, so yeah, I did theater growing up. I had a theater degree. Okay. Started doing stand up. Name dropping there, theater degree. Yeah, theater degree. <laughs> okay. Because people were like, oh, theater degrees don't count. Ha, bitch, I'm on TV. So. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank Looks you. like they work. That's right. Looks like college isn't a waste of time. I went to college for free. So. You did? Well, that's good. Yeah. That's a rarity. Do you have siblings? I have one younger brother. And is he supportive of your success, or is he secretly jealous and bitter? My brother is interesting because, like, that's one a good euphemism. Uh, no, one day I asked him where he works, and he's like, it's not about having a job, Dulce. And I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that meant either. Uh, one day I was asking him where he lived, and he's like, you know, I just move around. I'm like, all right, I don't, okay. I don't, know, what, I don't know what this means. Sounds like the, the American man-child, right? That's well, kind of the... I don't know. All I know is he lives with my mom now. So oh, oh I'm that. sure your mom is thrilled. Listen, it's yeah. better than him being where in the wind as yeah, opposed to... Yeah, Because he was living with a girlfriend, and we know where he was, and then... He moved back in with mom. He moved mom. back in with mom. Yeah. I don't let my kid, the older ones, anybody over 11 does not live with me anymore. I hear That's you. That's a good age. Yeah, I emancipated myself at age 12 because, you know, I, had my, I got my period then, and two women with a period in an RV is a recipe for a knife fight. I hear you. You know what I, I mean? I, I've had friends who lived in trailers, so. Oh, good, yeah. Well, trailer's you know, you, great. Have your, you have your single wide friends, and then you, you have, have your, your double wide. Your double wide, your right. triple wide friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't deal with the triple wide. They're, those assholes, triple wides. <laughs> no, I don't triple wide. Now, see, them the only ones I deal with. They always got, like, garden tubs. They do have a garden tub. You're right. Triple wide trailers are nice, okay? No, I like trailer. I like it. For, what was it like growing up in Atlanta in terms of, um, was it, is it kind of a very, is it more of an integrated society? Like, you know what I mean? It's very, Atlanta's very diverse. I went to, I went to, um, I went to school in Gwinn we moved around a lot around Atlanta and then we moved back to Miami and then we moved back to Atlanta. But the neighborhood that I grew up in, in Norcross, was very diverse. Okay. I got a lot of different types, because like by my senior But no I'm Jews. Oh yeah, Jews. They Jews? Yeah. Okay, you guys are everywhere. Look at you. I mean, Atlanta for a long time had Christmas tree Jews. Okay. They know what that the is. The Hanukkah bush, as they like to call it. Well, what was always funny is that my grandma didn't always put up a tree, but she always put up a menorah. Oh wow, look at her. She's from Miami. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Living <laughs> like, around Boca. But I mean, the thing is, the menorah that she had did plug in. So. Oh okay. Plugged in. She put it in the window. She's like, hey, I don't want to. Well, I have a, a Jewish friend uh, in Los Angeles actually who. Forgot the menorah and her whole house burned down. I'm not kidding. Yeah, so the plug-in is the right way to go. It's a massive phone. That's the size of a fucking house, that phone. Hey, hey, hey. This is an 8 Plus. It's my first iPhone. Oh, look at you. I was, I was bullied <laughs> into getting an iPhone. Because I had a Samsung. Oh, you had a Samsung. It was going really well. Yeah. It was by the Koreans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it was treating your girl very well. And then I was shamed. By who? All my friends. Oh, one of my friends just yelled in my face, I don't want no green text. And I didn't know what that meant. Oh. I didn't know what that meant yeah. because I was the perpetrator of the green text. You were the green text girl. I know you people. Listen, these Negroes were leaving me out of fucking chat. Wow. 
And if it wasn't for my homeboy chat, like texting me on the side, I wouldn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, no, that's upsetting. I always get, I still think I'm like 1982, I'm gonna get charged extra or something if it's a green text, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's made life easier, because I used to never, people never flaked, because you didn't have the cell, I'm old, you know what I mean? Before the cell phones, and we even had four pagers even. You made a date with somebody, you showed up. Um, yeah, they're great, but it also makes you pay way more attention if you didn't hear back from somebody. No, you're right. Well, yeah, that's you get obsessed. He didn't text me. We had such a good night. Why isn't he texting me? Or he said this right. emoji or the shit emoji. There's no hug emoji. Did you know that? I was looking for a hug emoji. There's no afro emoji either. There's no afro emoji? Uh -uh. I don't know where because I would use it. There's no mullet emoji. I know that. Hey, I... The thing is, I got one Afro emoji, but at the same time, the abuse that would happen to the Afro emoji. Yeah, like, then it's, I'd be appropriate. If I used it, I'd be appropriating it, right? I don't know if you were talking to me. I'd take it. But, yeah, like, we don't yeah. need the Afro emoji out here just, Floating know, around in the ether. Floating around, getting misused by, you know, yeah. the wrong hands. I keep rubbing these. I feel like I'm rubbing my nipple. It's a it's an awkwardly placed pom-pom, and it's like this weird reaction. I've been sitting here just doing that. I don't know why, I just noticed. I'm like, oh, this is what I do at home when I'm like watching House of Cards. Well, I was outside and I came in and my, I was like, oh, the nipples are the thermometers of the body. Yes, they are. Because if your nipples are hard, it's fucking freezing. And like, I, what is, what was this adaptation for? Yeah. I already know it's cold. I don't know. I can carve need... diamonds with my nipples today. Right. Who needed that? Who? What in evolution was like, how will they know they're cold? Yeah, let's make a Do men's nipples do that too in what's called, gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do that too? And you can feel it? Yeah. Do you also, you know, the men can also lactate? Did you know that? Men can also get breast cancer. Really? Yeah. Oh, now it's getting dark. Wow. <laughs> but, I have an iPhone 4, and it's got stickers on it, and it's 20 pounds. But I'm a creature of habit. There's I thought they would have shut your phone down by now. We, we all know they did, but it, you know, they, the apples and assholes, they make it, they stop working after a while, you know what I mean? You can't even update your software. They just give you like a, fig, like a middle finger emoji. <laughs> oh yeah, it's called, I'm like, oh, I want to work faster. I mean, it's called uh, planned obsolescence. Is, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Planned, oh, so they know. They make it knowing that it's right. gonna go into extinction. Because they don't want you to not buy a new phone. Kind of like my sex life. Planned obsolescence. No. No, you have no, all no. Churn. You have all of that no, offspring. Sure. No, I know. I had um I have all the offspring, they're gonna continue the and I also know that I have a, a friend, a woman in her sixties who just had vaginal rejuvenation. You know I'm just what? saying there's always ways to tighten the tunnel. Because thirty four kids, I'm just saying That's why I go to the Koreans. So I, the Atlanta Atlanta race is coming out here. We say Italian, we say Koreans. I know it's Korean. I'm fully Okay, well, I don't think it's, I think it's Italian um, too. Damn, I know sorry. not enough about them to have an they opinion. Because in Georgia, they're just white people. So. Yeah, that's true. Just kind of. Like, I don't, I don't have time to break down your brand of whiteness. I don't care what flag you fly under. No, you're right. I, I, like, I talk about it, and I'm just like, people, like, find out that I'm not from here, and they're like, oh, well, you must be so glad to be in New York. You know, the South is so racist. The South is so racist. I'm like, oh, you mean the part of the South that starts in Canada and ends at Mexico? <laughs> the hell are you talking about? And I know y'all are real racist because y'all split up white folks. Got fucking Italian neighborhoods, Irish neighborhoods. I live in a Greek neighborhood. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't know you could see Greek on a building and have it not be a fraternity house. I didn't know that. That's true. That's a good point there, Dulce. Now what, Dulce, isn't that, uh, isn't that Spanish? It is Spanish. Uh, was there a Latin lover involved in that scenario? Uh, no, my mother is from, my mother's born and grew up in Miami. 
This is all, so you're the Jews in Miami, the, the Cubans in Miami. She's just a, kind of taking everything from everybody. Well, my grandma was having a good time because my uncle's dad is Jewish. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, now I like you so much more. You're really Thank you. My mom's dad's black, so. Okay. okay. Hey, I don't know what Grandma Beulah was doing. It's not my business. You're I absolutely right. She was having a good time with what she business. was doing. Hey, um, she was living her best Christian life. I don't know. <laughs> so, do you Are you getting more game now that you're on the show? No. Oh. Okay. If I get a DM from a man, he's gay. Really? And he's telling me how much he loves me on the show. Oh. And if there is a straight man who messages me, right. it's a man who has no business fucking speaking to me. What does that mean? That is harsh. How many messages I get from 50-year-old balding men with no necks. The necklace guys. Working at a fucking used car place asking me how I'm doing. No, Uncle Rick, how are you doing? <laughs> Get the fuck off my electricity. It's so... Wow. Any young man, any man with a very young... Listen, I'd bang a 50-year-old dude. I'm Why trying not? to do it I'd bang Richard Gere and he was like 80. Listen, a good but if his man with a good job, I'm fine with that. Okay. okay but if sure you're enough. selling used cars in Detroit, that ain't a good job. <laughs> The city went bankrupt, okay? Mm -hmm. I didn't know a municipality could do that. <laughs> so you, you broke a broke, a broke, a broke, a broke, a broke, a broke, and I'm on TV. Okay, okay. <laughs> so your standards have just gone up. No, I always, I believe in a scripture that I remember as a child being equally yoked, which means I can't fuck with broke dudes no more. Okay. <laughs> equally yoked, okay? Problem is, poor dudes have the best dude. You're absolutely right. Um, I'm going to end on the big dick note. I love you, Dulce Sloan. Oh, thank you so much. No, I really do. Give it up for Dulce. What a lovely, amazing woman. I hope we get to hang. Can we hang again? Yeah, I'm around. I have an amazing uh, comic coming up. He's a what I call a political comic. Can I say that, John? Yeah. Political comic. He also has a show on uh, Sirius. He's an extremely intelligent man, extremely attractive. I like to only bring attractive people on stage. <laughs> to not offend your retinas, um, which is why you see this in the flesh. Uh, so please give a warm welcome to John Fugelsang, everybody. Hi. Hello there. Hi, Ray. Hello. Ray Lynn to you. Oh, sorry, Ray Lynn. Sure. I'm, sorry, I've got a, I'm, I'm writing Dulce a DM on Twitter. Oh, there it is. DM her. Yeah. I love it. Black love people, it. you can't leave. No, no, no. <laughs> please. You don't want to let Trump win. No. No. I like Trump. I like Trump. There's certain things I find delightful about him. Like what? The pussy grabbing or the stealing children from parents? Well, the pussy grabbing, you know. The ripping Americans off with a scam online university or the tax cut where 83% goes I to the I was 1%. a, uh, I have to be honest so with much. you, 
I enrolled in about 46 courses in the online university. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I mean, I realized they were all You always, were the target demographic. I was the target demographic, and it was just like a blank page. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you enroll, you pay the money, and it's like a little, like a smiling emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people, a lot of people feel that Trump says what they think because they... Don't think so. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a thinker. I'm a thinker. I, 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 did, I did vote for. <laughs> I did vote for for Donnie, but now I've you know I've, I've rethink rethunk it. Mm. Um, and so I I uh, I think of things differently. It's actually what I call Ivanka weather. It's uh, beautiful, cold, and mostly unpleasant. Snag Ivanka. I don't know. I do find her very striking, though. I find her gorgeous. Yes. Uh, Not well, more Melania. If I can tell, I can tell she's annoying a bit. You know what I mean? I, I guess. I guess I'm, I'm like her father. That I, I fuck her. Sure. Yeah. Uh, been with women like Ivanka. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. There, there's just something there that's um, you're just there to service her needs. Oh yeah. You know, and it's not it's not reciprocated. No, I know the feeling. Um, but the yeah. personal hygiene is delightful. I say everything smells good all over. It's like it sounds like working for a, a network show as opposed to cable. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, That's exactly right. Network yeah, but versus she's cable. She's married anyway. I mean, she's I taken. I know. Yeah, he looks like he's just a. Yeah, we, I love Jared. A I love Jared. Jared. Just Jared. Remember that? I love Jared. <laughs> Look, how many guys chain? can take the New York Observer and turn it into a fucking blog? That's talent. I, I respect that. Yeah. John, you have been a a, a, a comedian. Is it comic or comedian? What the fuck? It's uh, however you self-identify. Does one have more prestige, like no. calling an actress an actor? That's I don't know why that too. sounds better. However you self-identify. Okay, I'm gender comic fluid. If Bruce Jenner can say he's a woman, and if Donald Trump can say he's a billionaire, you can call yourself whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are also, so besides doing all your political comedy, you are also a, uh, a host on page six or something. Can you explain that to me? Oh, well, uh, sure. Can we, can we talk? Sorry, is that a, a, a disturbing <laughs> no, time no, in your life? No, no, no. Kathy Griffin has encouraged me to tell more uh, industry horror stories. Well, that's stories. why we're here. Um, well, look, page six came to me, and they said, we want you to come and audition. And I, I, I said, do you know who I am? Uh, I don't speak Kardashian. But um, I, I said, okay, I'll go. And right. uh, I auditioned, and they said, we're going to have a live audience. And Mario Cantone was there. I said, oh, let's do this. Oh, he's fun. He was great. We did the, the three-week test run. Okay. We got great ratings. It's like TMZ? No, it had a live audience. They told me it was going to be more like Chelsea Lately, more like The Daily Show for bullshit. Like, right. like you know, Kardashians and Kanye. And I love Kanye. I wasn't surprised that he liked Trump because he has a thing for gigantic asses. But then we, we, got, we got picked up for a series, and then Mario didn't do the series. Why? Like, he had something better to do, Mario? Uh, Sex in the City 3 was greenlit at the time. Oh, did that not happen? So, yeah, so that didn't happen. We did the show, and then they told me they were getting rid of the studio audience. And I said, then, I'm not the droid you're looking for because I came here to make fun of this stuff and not to actually... Report it. Like, yeah. it's legitimate news. Yeah, not to really discuss Scott Disick as a Christ figure in a series. Oh, I thought it was Disick. No, it's it's Disick? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Wow, this is groundbreaking. I can't spell it. I'm Disick-lexic. Yeah, I like that. Because I have to admit, John, a few people saying, uh, you're going to explain that name to me in a minute. My actual ethnic background is Irish, Danish, German. Which means I get drunk, hide the juice, and look for them. Wow. <laughs> Not all the Dutch were angels, let's just put it that way. I feel like the Dutch get a good rap. Some mm -hmm. of them fucking turn the, the you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not all Anne Frank addict people. No, they're not Anne Frank addict people just at all. Saying. Everything the Dutch are friendly, the Canadians are mellow, it's all bullshit. Uh, thank God the Anne Frank family was in Amsterdam. Can you imagine in New York? Uh, can we see something bigger? I just, yeah. I just... Yeah. The rent here is outrageous. Yeah. Um, or they'd be like, wow, this is a palace.
<laughs> right, that's yeah. probably more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I was saying, in terms of gossip, I do love the gossip sites, and I do engage in that schadenfreude, a little fun Nazi term for everybody, right? I mean, like, um, but I like, you know, when someone successful is getting a divorce. I don't know why, right? Why don't we all somehow some, get, gain some feeling that our lives aren't that shit when people that are beautiful and successful are in the shit? I mean, there's a reason we're doing this, right? The reason I these guess. things are successful. I, I kind of feel like celebrity divorce is sad, but not as sad as people who really care about celebrity divorce. <laughs> That's a bit more sad. I do care. I'm touching my nipples again. I'm sorry. Oh, just, no. These pom-poms are just addictive. Believe me, it's so like cold. I'm milking myself now. No, I mean, it's like everyone's nipples are poking out today. You walk on the street, it's like you're reading Braille across the entire yeah. island. I wonder if there's like secret messages, you know what I mean? Like those no, Beatles seriously. records that you play backwards. Yeah, wait till Me Too hits the blind community. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a brilliant idea. Send messages to loved ones through people's tits. I like it. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's like a a candy gram or a song gram. You just send a couple girls in big racks, and it's like, happy birthday. Love you. Um, I read. uh, I'm a reader, contrary to popular opinion. I'm a reader. And there, I, there's a guy named Yuval Harari. You heard about this guy? He's been on my show, yeah. Has he wrote, he wrote, he wrote Sapiens. Fucking brilliant, brilliant. Homo sapiens. So he, I didn't know this, people, but gossip had a survival uh, mechanism. The, the reason people got, the caveman gossiped. And that's why, how you knew what other people's skill sets were and if people were good at what they were doing through gossip. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, I'm going to go out on an expedition with caveman A, Right, and he's not a good hunter. The gossip, I would learn more about that person from. You get what I'm saying here? So being a dick has an environmental purpose. Yeah, exactly. Evolutionary, but that's how gossip started. I just wanted to share that with you. There's kind of a non sequitur. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I know that. Now I really don't believe in Darwin. Okay. Um, Okay, and what's what's next for you? Well, I do a daily show on Sirius XM. Right. You guys tune into that shit, okay? (laughs) And then I'm going on the road again next year. No, but how does that affect your marriage? Uh, you guys do like phone sex and shit? You know, already we work full time in New York, so we just kind of see, we, we mostly communicate through text messages and fruit baskets we send each other. Oh, that's nice. Well, now you can do yeah. the, the titgram. You know who you remind me of? Oh, no. Katie Lang. Kyle McClackleclan. I get that. You know who Kyle McClackleclan is? The guy from uh, Twin Peaks. And uh, was he also on Sex in the City? Yes. He was, right? And he's aged well. I saw him the other day, actually. I'm not saying you're aging fine. I Thank mean, you're you. aging well. I don't, you're, maybe you're younger than him. I don't fucking know. I dug Rapid, myself into a hole yeah. and touch my nipple and get off rapidly, stage. Rapidly, right now. All right. John Fugel said, give Hello him some everybody. love. Give him some love. Love, love, love. We're going to keep um, the show rolling. Uh, we are ne- my next guest is not a comic. He's a brilliant, brilliant author. He founded Spy Magazine. He's got a show called Studio 360 on WNYC. And um, he wrote a book with Alec Baldwin as Trump. And he wrote a book called Fantasyland, which is so fucking brilliant. I mean, I only got to page 10. But I'm telling you that it's deep. Um, and it's so deep, it just takes you time. So please give a warm, rowdy welcome to Kurt Anderson, everybody. There we go. Thank you. Wearing the, 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 the festive cardigan, right? There's certain sweaters that make you want to hug. You know what I mean? You get random people coming up and wanting, like, comfort. It just indicates that, you know, when one is middle-aged, you want to... Wear the uniform of middle age. But that's this the dad. Uh, there's like yeah. Exactly. The, 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 is it not granddad yet? You're too young for that. Well, uh, technically not. Right. Well, back in the day, I have you could no be grandchildren. Pre- yeah, yeah, not yet. Yeah. We'll tell you, get as your daughters I, to get as far on. As far as I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for my grandkids. Coming yeah. soon. Yeah. Little nipple rub. 
I think you're brilliant. I love it. Can I say, you founded, you founded Spy Magazine. I did. What was the theme of that? Was it spyware? Was it like Russian Stasi? Uh, no, no, it was it was a, a funny journalism magazine. We 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 is that an oxymoron? Uh, no, well, it, it was until we kind of invented it. it okay, okay. So we you know we we spent a lot of time, for instance, uh, covering Donald Trump, the young when he was young, uh, ish. Yeah. Okay. Did you make fun of him then? We did. So you knew he was a, a bully and a and a liar and wow. all that he is today. All that he is today. But in a younger, more like fun version. Yeah, and and when he talked about uh, running for president, which he started doing as soon as we started. Oh, so he had this in the works. Yeah, uh, but but it was a joke, and we encouraged him to. We we we, we begged him to. You wrote a book with Alec Baldwin. I did. Now Last year. He, yeah. I, he's a fiery guy. He's getting in trouble left and right. Like, can you talk shit about him, or is that gonna be like your next job's out? What do you mean? I'm just saying he's like a, I mean, obviously he's popping out kids like nobody's risk. Got like six kids or something. Four, uh, four kids under uh, the age of three. Four lately. Four lately. Okay, he's got a hot yoga teacher wife. But didn't he like he's punching press or he's cursing out shit or what? What's he doing? He, he got in an argument with a man on uh, about a parking spot. Correct. A guy from New Jersey. Oh, that's fine, man. Okay. <laughs> And, and a marathon runner from New Jersey. Oh, no, play a fucking marathon. That's the most ridiculous. That whole fight or flight marathon running is exactly. bullshit. Anybody here run the marathon? You did? Hmm. Why? I just don't understand. It just looks so painful and, and I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I run to the bathroom, back to the sofa. With the book you wrote was As Trump? Uh, yes, it was, it was as if Trump had written a memoir of his first year in office. Was it monosyllabic? No, no, no. But the sentences went on and on forever. I, I, and I spent you know, weeks immersed in everything, every unedited version of anything he'd ever said or written just to sort of channel it. And uh, no, it was uh, not monosyllabic. It had, he has a very small palette of words. Right, that's a nice diplomatic way of saying 240 it. 240 words right. that he Let's uses. Say, yeah, but, just enough uh, for, for twits. Uh, you know, it was, it, it, and, and, and when I did it, and, and, and when I was channeling him for a few months, uh, my wife really complained that I became an even bigger asshole than I am ordinarily. Oh, she, really? She, she really thought I was. Were you chant like, did you become him? She, she said so. Yeah, she said I was a, I was a, I was an unfeeling jerk for really. Those, those three months. Well, unfeeling. I don't think Trump is unfeeling. Right? We're talking about the pussy grab. He's definitely not yeah, an unfeeling. Yeah. I, I don't think she meant it literally. Oh, well, she probably like at least get that part in, honey. Yeah. Give me some action. Exactly. Well, that's we, what I'm saying. Do we think so about him? What do you mean that he gets action? That he gives action. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, I think so. I think he's probably pretty decent in the sack. Really? Yeah, as long as there are mirrors involved. You're so generous. No, no, if there are mirrors involved, like ceiling mirrors and side stuff, and he can see himself as he's, you know, activating, I think that that I think that works well for him. Back in the day, I heard very different stories about his his thing. That he would he would he would pick up girls at Studio Fifty Four or whatever, bring them back, and just. Go eat buckets of fried chicken alone. So he'd bring them back to the house and then he'd go snack? Because he could be seen leaving with the models. Oh, well, that's a waste also, of supermodels. Look at the first wife. Really? But, but was she not attractive? Ivana? Yeah. Look, just look. Oh, look now you're up. sounding like him a little bit. You are turning into that jerk, Kurt. Uh, I, I apologize. Putting sure. down the yeah, first right. wife. No, she was, she was a handsome woman. <laughs> Good angular features. Mm. Do you think magazines are dying? Dead. Are they dead? Eh, not totally. Obviously, there are still magazines, but but magazines had their century, and, and that century has you know is coming to an end pretty quickly. 
But do you think what's going to last longer, like the beauty magazine? That's the ones that are going to last. Like, what's going to die last? I, I used to think it was like shelter magazines and beauty magazines, you know. The architectural digest. Yeah, but but I, I'm not no longer sure. I think magazines are, are already becoming like sailboats, you know. Like, once, there were, once all boats were sailboats, then we got steam and engines and everything. And, mm -hmm. and, and a few rich people still had sailboats. That's magazines. I, oh, I, that's I, a very beautiful look at that. You gotta give it up for that little that metaphor there, yeah, analogy, right, or right, the right, simile, right, right. whatever the yeah, fuck that was. Applause for the metaphor, the uh, similes. Yeah. It is a simile. What is the what, yeah, similes when it's like, know. right? Uh, with the word like or word, word like. I do homeschooling yeah. for my thirty-four kids, and we haven't hit that yeah. hit that chapter yet. Yeah, that's tough. Thirty-four children homeschooling. Well, that's why they're. I do. Each kid gets like a, a you know, like a lesson. And then whenever the homeschool kids get into college, everybody goes, wow, you're a homeschool kid who got into... Yeah. No, I do Dale. a better job than most of the public school oh, systems. Bad. Yeah. Oh, you just have to sleep with the right admissions officers at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and just in, in a surrogacy way? Or well, either you can provide children for them or just, I'm very good at bed. <laughs> yeah. So What's your profession? Well, yeah, exactly. But I'm, not, you know, but I'm saying, it's like, I know what I'm doing and yeah. I, I'm very targeted. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if there's an admission, if my kid needs to get into SUNY New Pulse, it's going to happen. I can <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to target Harvard. I think Harvard's bullshit. No. So, did you go to Harvard? I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else here going to Harvard? Yeah, okay, quiet. Yeah, we don't have any Harvard alums here. <laughs> Fellow Crimsonites or something, whatever the fuck. Jared Kushner, of course, bought his way. I'm sure he did. He may be smarter than people think. No, I was in business with him once. What does that mean? You own like a slum? You were slumlord? No, I I I started a web service. Uh, well, that sounds like prostitution. Was that twelve a web years service? ago? And and uh, with with Barry Diller's company and. Uh, Wait, who's Barry Diller again? He's a you know a, a billionaire. Mogul, a billionaire. A mogul. And uh, Jared and the Observer bought it. Oh, Jared owned the Observer. No, yes, he did. And he what did, did he do? Did he fuck it up? He did. Oh. Yeah, and also never paid us. He never paid you? Correct, no. Oh. Fuck Jared. There you go. Unbelievable, that guy. And he looks like he hasn't had his bar mitzvah yet. Uh, he, he, right? He like he's still training for his bar mitzvah. He's They're going to take him to the Wailing Wall or something. He's very young-looking 39 Is he 39 already? I don't know. I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I think he surpassed puberty. Yeah. He skipped that step. Yeah. He um, loves Israel, though. He does love Israel, does he? You're looking yeah. at me like, I care. Yeah. Oh, man. Let him love Israel. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Loves Israel. We're in the Upper West Side. You got a lot of Israel lovers here. Yeah. Any Israelis here? Yeah, there. Wow. All right, there we go. We're in the West. They Bank love them so much they live in New York. That's how much they love Israel. Israel, thank God we're out. Thank God we're far away and we can just have fundraisers. Yeah. Yeah, go, go fundraisers. There we go. That's how they feel like good Jews. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're, what are you, Nordic? Uh, yeah, Danish, German. Uh, well, that sounds pretty fucking, I mean, yeah, Danish. Yeah, yeah, did you do yeah, your 23 yeah. and Me or no? I did do 23 and Me. Did they, I found a Neanderthal when I, I did mine. 2.7% Neanderthal. See, I was like 7.9 or something. <laughs> yeah. I kind of went off the charts, yeah. but That's I do like we my hit big it forehead. We have that Neanderthal thing We have that, that caveman. Yeah. Otherwise, bonding. I'm German, I'm 0.2% East Asian. Re what does that mean? What's in East Asia? Is that Vietnam? Uh, could be. Okay, what else is in East Asia? Japan, China, all is of it? it? Yeah. See, I just think Asia's a big lump. I don't, I don't siphon no, no. off East no, no, Asia, no, 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 South. No, no, no. You know what I mean? No, I'm just saying, not like a lump, like no. breast cancer. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, like it's just an area. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's, it's amorphous. It's just. Yeah, it's just a continent. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm yeah. not. They yeah. all look at us and go, "It's all America, but, right?" Uh, People generalize bullshit about Americans. 
No one says, oh, yeah, the people in North Carolina are different than the people in Texas. Like, if you're in Europe, they'll go, oh, they just say stupid American, right? They have the same, so I say the same bullshit about them. That's what? Stupid Europeans. I don't know. I just wanted to get out. They there, got angry are, for a minute. There are stupid Europeans. and I'm, There are I'm, a lot of stupid Europeans. There are indeed. They just have, because they speak a different language, we think they're smarter. Well, I grew up as, as the ch- children, grandchildren of Danes. I grew up, the, really, the only serious bigotry I was raised with was against Swedes, who, were, who my, my grandparents said were stupid drunks. Right. Yeah, really, and the Norwegians were just scum of the earth, well, probably. They wouldn't even talk. Finns. Finns. Don't fucking Finns. Finns. Yeah. Never touch a Finn. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, repulsive yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Finns. It's amazing when, like, this whole perf- perfected area, Scandinavia, they can still make fun of each other. Exactly. And, and, they and, probably yes. scoff at Ikea. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. That's sweet. That's Swedish, right? I believe so. So the Danes don't buy any fucking Ikea. They have their Danish modern shit. They're like, we're not degrading ourselves with oomsklout. I'm telling you. Snoop doop. Exactly. Those countries run well, though. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, it's interesting, just a little tidbit. I'm giving you a little inside scoop. I just had another uh, behavioral scientist on my show. Uh And he said that Ikea is so successful because people love their Ikea furniture more than you'd think because they constructed it. And the minute you're more attached to something, you like it better. Yeah. Fantasyland is a fascinating book. I really did, did read the whole thing. I was just joking. Yeah, it was really good. You guys should really get at it. It's a New York Times bestseller. And it kind of tracks the history of America and how the Puritans came yeah. and how we got to where we are yeah. from these fantasies that we constructed. And, and, our, and our crazy religion, which has always been uh, extreme oh, okay. uh, compared to the rest of the developed world. But it's not just about that. It's about... You know, we are we are a nation of suckers. We were we were we self-selected to believe the advertising about the new world. Right, and we bought it. We but I like America. You know, Me too. I wouldn't move to Canada. Me no too. offense to Fear Eisenberg, who's coming up next, who's Canadian. Um, but I I love it. You know what I mean? With all its problems. I think I, it put I, me in some village in France and slit my wrists. I, I no, but but I used to make fun of Canada. I find myself making less fun of Canada. I was there a couple weeks ago, and it's, and and I went via the Panhandle of Idaho. And I gotta Good say, boy. going yeah. over into Canada, I felt okay. Wow, I'm Idaho a tough place. Uh, well, it was. You're all alienating in, all my Idahoan listeners now. You know my, that. In my head, I guess, but yeah, yeah, it was a little scary. It was scary. What was scary about just ignorance and guns? What? Giant. Uh, I stopped and took a picture in front of just a normal house of an eight-foot-tall neon cross. For instance. That's fantastic. It was fantastic, and of course. I figured I'm, I'm stopping taking the picture. They're going to see my California rent-a-car plate. And they'll be and like, fucking live right. Exactly. Well, with good reason. Yeah, but they didn't. So Neon I Cross is fantastic, it though. That's like, that's like pop art combined with the Christ, our Savior, and Lord. You know, it's all together. Correct. I love it. And it was just a little house. I mean, the, the cross was bigger than the it house. It was probably more expensive than the house. Well, could be. Well, Jesus more paid for it. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a pantheist. I, I, believe, I do believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and I also believe in the Baha'i. You know what I mean? And I believe in the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Future Testament, the Side Testament. Like, I got a lot of testaments that I adhere to. I'm writing my own testament. I was, I was raised as a, as a Unitarian to the degree I was raised as anything, which is kind of that. You, you learn about Zoroastrianism in Sunday school and stuff. Zora- yeah, I yeah, skipped well, that class. Well, there you go. But, yeah. but, you know, no, it was the, the, the half-joking thing they said in Unitarian church was, we believe in one God at most. 
at most. It was nice, right? I guess. I like diversity. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't believe in monogamy. I don't believe, you know what I mean? Like, ah, I if you. my God's in a bad mood, I want to turn to another God who's like, has his door open and be like, I'm horny. You you're, know what you're, I mean? You're, so you're, intellect, you're, you're theologically promiscuous. Yeah, well exactly. No, promiscuous. I'm saying there's always, yeah. there's some, yeah. there are many ways to climb the mountain, and I need many ways to climb that mountain. I hear you. You know what I mean? And Bless Jesus you, is on hiatus for a while, or he's just tired. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. we, we go around to Ganesha or whatever, and we figure it out. I just yeah, know sure. that I have more meaning, you know what I mean, inherent meaning in my life with my belief that a lot of people are like, I don't believe in anything. Nihilists. Is it nihilism or nihilism? Uh, I would say nihilism, but who yeah, knows? it sounds more pretentious if it's nihilism. Well, there it? you go. Yeah, any nihilists here? <laughs> yeah, people are afraid of admitting that, right? Donald Trump, nihilist. Is he, though? A hundred percent. Well, I like it less Doesn't now. give a shit about anything yeah. but his own. Poor Donnie. God, he can't get a break. Get, get off that. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm off it. I'm off it. Although um, one time, as I've said to friends of mine in Nebraska where I grew up who voted for Trump. You grew up in Nebraska? I did. Voting for him for once. Okay. Yeah, fine, thank you. But not a second time. Well, we'll see who runs up against him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If it's Cynthia Nixon, I don't know how we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, yeah. we're going to get someone from an off-the-air off TV hit from the 80s. Sarah Jessica. Sarah Jessica. I don't know. She scares me a bit. It's a good fashion sense, but does that mean? Is that like a... Like, well, you make fun of Ivana, so I don't know. I feel like we're, we're kind of... We're not working out in that feminist stride that we need to. Yeah. Me three. I have been the aggressor. <laughs> I have not been a victim, sadly. I've, I've grabbed some pussy in my time. I see a good testicle. I cannot not touch it. Yeah, I'm just saying. If it, you know, sometimes men. Uh, testicle? Well, I have encountered unitesticular men. I mean, it does happen. But I feel like when someone's wearing a snug pair of jeans. Yeah. Like cowboys like snug jeans sometimes, yeah. or even a suit that's a little ill-fitting, and you just see the hint, little hint of the ball, just a little hint. You want it just adjust, you know what I mean? So I'll come in and do a service because the guy's not aware of it. So if it's on, you know, if it's here in New York on the subway, I'm you approach, just tuck it. I, I cup it. Well, I can either cup it or tuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's on the subway here, or if it's someone riding a horse, you know, back home. I'll yeah. come in, I'll ride alongside and just adjust, whatever needs yeah. to be done. And, and are you thanked for this service? Well, usually or? I'm smacked, but for oh, me, really, I yeah. like that. Yeah. In a good way, it can be kinky, yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody yeah. likes a little, little yeah. rough and tumble. Yeah. 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 Um, God, we have gotten kinkier than I ever thought we would with Kurt Anderson I, here. Jesus, you. I'm getting a little you, you do, you know, hot and fucking bothered. It's, it's that Neanderthal thing. It is it's the that, Neanderthal um, connection. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, Kurt Anderson. Thank you so much Likewise, for being my darling. here. Give it up for Thank Kurt you. Anderson. Fucking love this guy. Our next comedian, comic, amazing, also NPR host. I have a little fetish for NPR. She's Canadian. Don't hold that against her. And she's a mom. You can hold that against her. And I love her very much. And she reminds me of the singer from Swing Out Sister, if you remember that band. Give it up for Ophira Eisenberg, everybody. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, you take that seat now. Oh, okay. yeah. Put you in that seat. Now All I can right. see this crowd. I can see this. Hi. Well, I, I know it's early. Uh, I know it's early, but I, I, like I, tell you, I went to Marshall's to look for a leisure suit. Sure. As I do. And uh, this just popped. It yeah. popped out at me. Yeah. It's literally like craft. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is. That's a Michaels. Well, I know that the child who made this in Cambodia had a good time. Do you know what I mean? 
I'm just saying, right? It's not a boring, like, just an average cardigan. It's, it's a party. It's hard, it's hard to believe that was in Marshalls. I can't believe that just Marshalls sold is fine. Right I am obsessed with Marshalls. The skincare? I oh, mean, yeah. if you, you know that skincare section in Marshalls? They have, like, expired products. They have broken bottles of bubble bath with, like, shards of glass inside. I fucking buy that shit because it's 99 cents. I'm like, I'm getting cut. I'm bleeding all over. I'm the other bleeder. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, it's a dollar. It used to be 14. Now it's a dollar. I don't care if it's, it has no cap. Sorry. When I moved excited. to New York, uh, the Lower East Side was still like a little... Edgy? Edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little edgy. And I was just down there last weekend and at the corner of Houston and Ludlow. It's not Houston. <laughs> it is for you. That's yeah, how what we the tell. fuck, Houston? Uh, at the corner the of uh, Houston and Ludlow, right, is a Marshalls. Oh wow! It just opened up. Well, it might be an edgy Marshalls. It's gonna be the edgy. It's like syringes, <laughs> yeah, used right. syringes, yeah. condoms Expired for heroin. Exactly. <laughs> Handmade by children. Um, Vintage wh- acid. What is it about fucking Canada? Because I, I gotta tell you, I know I can't tell what's cliche and what's real. Um, I have not been. Okay. Fuck in Canada, by the way, when you fuck in Canada, it is a cliche that you keep your socks on. Oh, okay. So That's you do okay. disrobe? Except for your socks, because you're oh, they get cold. Oh, do they get cold? You don't have yeah. a good heating system there? Or you just fuck outdoors a lot. What, what is that about? I leave my socks on, too. I don't want, like, toes intertwining and cheese. Who the fuck needs that shit? Toe cheese sex. Toe che- I mean, I don't tell. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. All right, what is it about fucking Canada? No, what is it about... I hear, I take a look at this okay. is like the weirdest Seinfeld premise. What is it about fucking Canada? I, I don't understand. You like that? I like yeah. doing that. I like doing that Seinfeld. He's annoying. I'm sorry. Um, no, I don't. Maybe Jews relate to Seinfeld. I don't know. I, I, like, I like the show a little bit. I like the, the, the guy that slipped a lot. Kramer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, that was fun for a minute. Problematic character, but sure. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, because he's like a Nazi or something, right? Or he's racist or something. Something about him, right? The actor? Yeah. You know what? Looking back on it now, in light of everything that where we are now, maybe he's fine. He's a gem. I have no idea. He's a gem. No, but that guy, he, like, and he hasn't aged either, right? I just saw a little, uh, he had a show. He looks exactly, he looked 50 when he was 20. So he's like, yeah, exactly. He just has that, like, annoying, like, like he's got a poop nugget ready to be dislodged and it's just stuck in there. That's why the good thing, it's a good thing about an RV. Uh, in my RV, we have the bathroom. But RV bathrooms are just shady anyway. So we do have the, the outhouse. You know what I mean? So especially sure. with guests, I, and, you know, you just send them out. Because there's nothing worse when you have a guest over and then there's something awkward there. You know what I mean? Or the peeing no. on your seat. Fucking dudes with peeing on the seat. Oh. I don't want to clean up a company pee. Right? Am I? Is I know, no, okay. I, Women know what I'm talking about. Men are like, what? Yeah. Adam. It's standard. I have a little boy and an old dog right now. The, the quiz the that just we... just yellow. Well, we're always, it's always like, whose pee is this? That's, That's the game, game of today. Yeah. Whose urine is it this week? <laughs> no, but what is it about Canada? 
do people really think that Canadians are, are Canadians really nice? Or are they more relaxed? Because uh, Canada's put as this epitome of like evolved. They're so close and they're so much better than we are. All right, I'll be honest with you. We, there is like a sort of uh, a general feeling of everyone is being taken care of. So okay, so it's does, a socialization so thing. The edge is a little lesser. Okay, uh, but they're also if you uh, they're very passive aggressive. So it, it's like oh. that thing. I think of people always uh, sort of accuse people from the south from being like. Oh, we're not fucking passive aggressive. We're just aggressive. Right. We might be friendlier, but just sort of like that friendly kind of thing. But if you heard the words that were actually coming right. at you, they are like you're a cunt. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. You do it with a smile. Yeah, maybe. Whoa, is that shocking that I use that word? I'm sorry. I, it, it's a. It's still a bit divisive word. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Cunt. Um, no, I didn't mean it to you. I just wanted to say it again to get out of my system. Yeah, no, it's a good word. I, I mean, the British have no problem with it. Right, they call it. Yeah, they also say, I heard that men say, I froze my tits off. Men talk about their tits a lot. That's a British thing. Did you know that? Nobody cares. I was at a friend's birthday. People are just drunk and tired. I was at a uh, birthday party a long time ago in London, and they iced on her cake. Uh, you dirty cunt. And I was uh -oh. like, holy crap, what is going on here? Yeah. And it was like all the parents and grandparents are laughing because it doesn't have the same doesn't have the edge. The same weight. If yeah. you said you fucking American, they'd be horrified. Yeah, they'd be like, what? Don't put that on a cake, Nigel. The baker would refuse. Fiona. It's always Nigel or Fiona with those people. <laughs> Nigel. Nigel, Fiona, and James. <laughs> Bad teeth. That's just all, of, all the UK encapsulated. Um... So you're a host on NPR, sure, and you're doing a lot of fucking stand-up, right? Yeah. Okay, and what else? Being a mom. Yeah. Are you a wife, too? I am. Okay, that's a pain in the ass part, too, right? You gotta sustain the marriage for all this shit? You don't have to sustain it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Next week on Divorce with Canadians. No, uh, I feel like my marriage and NPR have something in common. N NPR doesn't ever have to do the thing with, you know, like television, always like, you must tune in to watch this. Right. NPR's model is like, just please don't turn us off. The because drone. if you like NPR, you just have it on right, all the right, time. Right. Unless something pisses you off and then you turn it off. So You just want to keep it. Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. Okay. But you, you can sleep around, though, too, right? That's part yeah, of the package. a little bit. Okay, you know, when I'm as long as that's part of the package. When he's sick. When he's sick. <laughs> men get sick. It's like men have, like, two-degree fever. They're just, like, incapacitated. You're like, sweet. I'm going to go fuck the neighbor. <laughs> Now you're not That's so right. sick anymore, are you? <laughs> Those poor guys, when they're like, oh, I don't feel well. <laughs> like, I'm not going to breastfeed you, you stupid fuck. Sorry. It's a one advantage of being a single parent. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, you oh. hire male escorts, you get your needs out, and then you just and continue with your day. Yeah. <laughs> it's just better that way. Right, you know, to be like, can we discuss how the morning's going to work? Right. Talk like finances and she argue over finances. <laughs> I mean, about those well, rich things like finance. Right, yeah. yeah. The finance is like a rich person's word, isn't yeah, it? Finance. Yeah. Other people just bills. 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 <laughs> We're worried about the bills. We're not worried about our finances. <laughs> about the, uh, the trust fund. Oh, man. Wow. I had a glass of wine in the interim. I am such a lightweight. Oh, you know, and the only time my nose bled... I've never really done drugs. I did shrooms like a few times, and I did ecstasy once, and I had like 14 spontaneous orgasms. That was fantastic. It really was, though. Wow. I took it, and I was like, I am coming. And then I took it again, and nothing happened. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Maybe the first time was Molly. Was that what it was? This was before Molly was oh, born, okay. I think. But um, 
I was always terrified of cocaine because people think I'm on cocaine anyway. You know what I mean? They're like, Raylene, you're coked up. And I'm like, I've never touched this shit. This is my natural demeanor. And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're like, well, if you have any issues, there's help. I'm like, I don't need fucking help. I'm not doing cocaine. But I tried it once, like a little bit. The whole idea of snorting scared me. I was afraid it would like hit my eye, like I'd go blind or something. You know, kind of like when you masturbate as a child in the Catholic yeah, no, home. That's and the I snorted it. Connected right to the eyeball. But I snorted like, like maybe like a, a mill, like not even a line, more like a dot, a dot, like a grain, a bump. And then I bled like I fucking got punched in the nose. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is bullshit. I, you know, I'm not. What's that scene in that movie, Boogie Nights? Oh, yeah. Right, when that's, he's all, that's, that's what inspired me. I was like, I want to be that guy. I want to be in a bathrobe just talking smart shit. Yes. <laughs> Set the bar nice and low, right? Didn't, yeah, <laughs> didn't happen, didn't happen. Um, I, I do remember going up before I was, when I was just coming to New York as a tourist, and so I was like, uh, I don't know, 23 years old, driving with my friend here, her car, and then we, uh, we were just stopped, and she was like, do you want to do a line of Coke off my dashboard? And I was oh, like, wow. but it's a Honda. Like, right, I just thought right. it had to be. If like it was one of those classic. Jaguar wood paneled lacquer, she's <laughs> more sterile. Yeah, exactly. yeah Honda dashboard like, sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Chevette. <laughs> that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Ooh. Wow, makes yeah. me want to do cocaine right now. I'm feeling inspired again. I am not coked up. <laughs> totally fine. Um, I love you so much, and I do love Swing Out Sister. So if you're related to her oh, at all, so remember that breakout, don't start. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, you look like her, and you're gorgeous, and I love you. Oh, and I'd card you. you any day of the week. Thank you. Um, and I'd walk your dog any day of the week. I'll and I'd it. fuck your husband if he's sick. So <laughs> I am. I would do that for you. Thank you. That would that really help out, actually. <laughs> um, please give it up for Ophira Eisenberg, everybody. Thank you so much. Drink your water. I have some wine, some really expensive wine for you over there. Um, I, we're going to wrap up the show with one more song from Dita Pellet. I hope you all uh, had a great time at this first live show of X-Ray. Thank you. Thank you. Really amazing crowd. And I, I, if you were offended, then I did my job. Uh, and tip your waiters. And I'll be out there to, if you want a hug or you want my number uh, to copulate later. I'm over here at the entrance. So have a good night, and we'll wrap up with Dita Pellet. Thank you so much. My name is Dida. I was raised in a lion's den. My name is Dida. I was raised in a lion's den. My nightly occupation is stealing other women's men. an evil, evil woman, but I want to do a man some good. 
woman, evil, evil woman. But I want to do a man some good. I'm Gina Lola Brigida. I ain't red riding hood.